0: Welcome to the Inherent Identity Podcast, a place where you can learn the secrets to living as the best version of you. It's not about changing. It's not about becoming. It's about remembering. It's about recovering what you've always had within you. But you just keep getting distracted and you just keep forgetting. Join me, your host, Tyson Bradley, as we discover the practical steps for easily and effortlessly creating a lifestyle that lasts. Hello, 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 everybody. This is Tyson Bradley, and today I want to talk to you a little bit about comparison, the science and the scripture of it, and being able to hopefully help you get to a place where at least you understand where it comes from, where it comes from a little bit, and how you might be able to address it. Now, I say that mainly because, uh, in, in the hopes, only because I have a client and what you're about to hear is actually something that is within my program i have been spending the last month talking about comparison and i had studied it in depth found research and all sorts of other things around it and had shared it with my clients and one of my clients i met with recently and she went through that material super helpful she said but alas still struggling and that is the problem with information informational learning there is very little i can really do for you in terms of an experience i might be able to upload a meditation and you would need to then take the time to be able to kind of walk through that meditation and be there and be present with that podcast but if you're anything like me when i listen to podcasts whatnot it is in the car it is as i'm doing things uh, versus sitting down and actually practicing something and so regardless there is an element of what I might call experiential learning that I really want to I really want you to experience and I really want to give you the chance to experience which is why I am doing a call on October 6th so this dates this podcast but um I wanted to share that with you here because I it's one thing to be able to take this information which is really good information another thing to be able to apply it and to be able to experience what it's like to let go of the comparison or to transform that comparison into its true purpose and that is what i experienced with my clients today it's really amazing and transformational for her and so i'm going to let you listen in on this On this training that I did around comparison and then I want to just invite you to come to the call on October 6th you can sign up for it if you go to the podcast description if you just go to it you'll be able to see a link to sign up for this call uh, that will be super helpful and transformational for you so if that is something that you are wanting help in and by help I mean are you stuck are you finding that no matter what amount of information that you learn, no matter how many books you read, no matter what podcasts you listen to, you still have the same problems, then you know it's time. You know it's time to be able to come and to work with someone who is working with people that have that problem, <laughs> and that's me. That I am working with people who are very mindful, very uh, aware of the challenges that they have in their life. And the challenges that they continue to have and it doesn't matter how good of the mental coaching that they've received no matter how much thought work that they've done uh, no matter how much cognitive behavioral therapy that they've been through it still won't go away and there's a reason why is because the mental relationship that you have the mental part of your life is just one-dimensional we have to address the four-dimensional life in which you live. And that four-dimensional life consists not only of the mental, but it consists of your emotional relationship, consists of your physical body relationship, and also your spiritual relationship. And so everything that I'm doing in my program is there to address those four dimensions. So I just want to invite you and share with you that this call that I'm doing is gonna help you understand that, and to be able to even have the chance to go through an experience with me live so that you can have a sense of transformation so if you're open to that and you're open to like start making some progress start building some confidence start being able to get out of the stuckness get out of the rut that you've been in with whether it's habits or addictions or whether it's just with you wanting to show up more in your life and in your business and and take uh, time for yourself and not feel guilty or shame or the continual comparison that you feel the continual lack of self-compassion that you have for yourself if that at all is something that you're interested in then definitely stay on this podcast and listen to it and learn from it and then go to the podcast description and sign up by and if you you know can't click on anything. Just remember you can go to inherentidentity.com forward like slash tuning, like T-U-N-I-N-G, like tuning fork or something like that. So, inherentidentity.com forward slash tuning is where you'll get the the call information. You can sign up for that. So, anyways, without further ado, I'll let you go ahead and listen to this training on comparison. All right, so, hi there. We're going to talk a little bit about comparison. And I have a few things that I want to share based on research and scripture and stories and whatnot. And the first thing I want to share with you is a a study that came out of the uh, Lancaster University in the United Kingdom in the UK, Great Britain. So uh, some researchers, they wanted to understand uh, how social identity impacts the way in which we treat other people. So they set up this study. They got about, I think, 40, 40 people, 40 students um, who were Manchester United fans. So Manchester United is a soccer team over there, they call it football. And it's a very uh, strong affiliation <laughs> in terms of a group. And there's also another strong affiliation with a team called Liverpool. So these two soccer teams, they have been rivals for a very long time. And the rivalry is pretty strong, pretty high. So they wanted to see whether or not if a person were to come in and they were, and the way they set up the study is group one, they had people come in and the researcher would set them down, they did kind of a questionnaire that talked about their affiliation with Manchester United and the focus was on trying to kind of reaffirm their identity as a Manchester United fan. So as they did that, they then said, hey, we're gonna watch a presentation um, across campus uh, in another building, so we need to go and walk there. So they go and start walking, and the researcher would then pretend to leave or like say, I have to go, and they would have a, an actor or someone as part of the study that would come, and they would be wearing one of three shirts one shirt would be a Manchester United, very clearly displayed Manchester United shirt. Um, another would just be a generic sports shirt. And the third would be a, a Liverpool-branded shirt, Liverpool team shirt. So, and they would have that person who was wearing that shirt fall in front of this person or within inside of that person and pretend like, you know, ah, my leg, my, you know, needing help. And they just tracked and watched how many people would help and whether a change of shirt would change whether or not they would help them. And so what they found was in this first group was that having been teed up to think about their pride in Manchester United, they would help, they found that they would help more people that had the Manchester United team shirt. You know, I think out of the, um, 14 times that someone did the Manchester United, like almost all of them were helped. But as far as the generic and the Liverpool shirts, not so much, they didn't help them as much as they did the Manchester United team shirt person that fell down. Okay, so then they decided let's do another study, let's do another group of people. But this time, the way that we're going to talk to them and what we're going to ask some questions about is just their love of the game, of soccer, the love of the game of football, and what it means to be a, a, a football fan. Uh, and so they talked about those things, and then they repeated the same process. Someone would fall. They'd have either a Manchester United shirt, a Liverpool shirt, or just a generic shirt. And what they found was these Manchester United fans, when they related to the unified soccer fan identity they helped more liverpool fans that even if it was a liverpool fan their arch rival they would help them and so that's this and you know that was just this really neat kind of study to understand okay well if we if we focus on how we're separate then we create separation and we don't want to help people of the opposite, you know, team or of a different group. And if they, if, but if we associate with the idea of we're all soccer fans, then I'm willing to help any and all soccer fans, Liverpool, Manchester United, doesn't matter. We're all fans. We're going to help each other. So that was just an interesting study, and you know, really what we're trying to talk about is comparison here, right? So comparison is based on the foundation of there being differences. And when there are differences, then what that creates in our mind is, usually the tendency is that we have is that we don't just see differences, we also associate a good or a bad, a better or worse, a better than or less than experience. We put some, sometimes we put even just like this moral uh, judgment upon it. And this is where a lot of the shame that we feel comes from is because we see these differences and we've been raised in a world that says, okay, uh, based upon your parents and your teachers and and your church's biases, this is good and this is bad. And if you do bad, then you are bad. And if you do good, then you are good. And so it just inherently connects with identity. And we just have to know that when we start associating and we take on a bunch of, of labels and there's kind of this categorizing that we just experience as we go about life, as we, as we grow up, we notice differences and, we, and now we have labels for those differences and we categorize ourselves in those differences. I'm a ping pong player. I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I am a life coach. These are groups that I categorize myself in, and when I meet someone else that has that same group, then we have some level of sameness and we bond. Now, when there is separation and someone says, "Well, I'm an atheist," or "I am a member of a different, you know, uh, of a different race or I have a gen- different gender affinity," or sexual preference, then all of a sudden we look at those labels and now we create separation. And this is kind of the separated worldview that we tend to get in. Now, I had an experience um, in uh, Utah State where, actually I won't even share that experience because it doesn't, you know, it just communicates the same lesson, (laughs) it's the same message. When there's separation and when we keep talking about separation What ends up happening is that we just create more separation if we keep talking about it keep talking about our differences then we only create more difference and so what's the solution right the solution is that we create more sameness the solution is that we create more sameness and that we talk about our sameness we go about our days and as we walk you know as we walk the streets as we meet people we seek to focus on our sameness and how we're how we're the same how we have a shared human experience and that lessens the amount of shame that we experience personally now i'll share some scriptures that i think are pretty neat and i've got them on here uh one scripture uh this comes from the book of mormon fourth nephi chapter one now some context for this scriptures these scriptures is that Jesus Christ appeared to the people of this land there in the Americas, and they have labels like Nephites and Lamanites, Jacobites, Soramites. There's all these different groups of people based upon the lineage in which they come from. Nephites are from from Nephi, from the lineage of Nephi, and those that associate with him. And the Lamanites are the people that associate with Laman and Lemuel. And so we have these different ites different groups of people. And Jesus appears, teaches them the truth, the gospel. Th- those people then share that message with everybody else, and we end up having a, an entire uh, civilization, entire society and community that all believes in Christ. And this is what happened. <laughs> this is their experience. And this is verse 15 of 4 Nephi chapter 1. And it came to pass that there was no contention in the land because of the love of God, which did dwell in the hearts of the people. And there were no envyings, nor strifes, nor tumults, nor whoredoms, nor lyings, nor murders, nor any manner of lasciviousness. And surely there could not be a happier people among all the people who had been created by the hand of God. That's pretty awesome. There were no robbers, nor murderers, neither were there Lamanites, nor any manner of ites. But they were in one, the children of Christ, and heirs to the kingdom of God. And how blessed were they? For the Lord did bless them in all their doings, even they were blessed and prospered until 110 years had passed away. And the first generation from Christ had passed away, and there was no contention in all the land. So, I mean, for one, that's pretty awesome. (laughs) And to be able to live a life where there's no contention and no strifes and no envyings, Uh, And why? Why was that? Well, it's because of the love of God which dwelt in their hearts and because there was no ites. There's no difference. They were one in Christ. They were one children of Christ. And when you unite under that same label, then there is no need for differences. You know, to have a label is to communicate difference. But we don't need that. Yes, there is opposition in all things. Yes, we need to understand that there are sad days and there are happy days. We need evil to know that there is good. But in terms of identifying ourselves, in terms of relating to other people and connecting, the best approach is not one of difference, but one of sameness and one of connecting to that sameness. Connecting to the fact that we are all children of God or connecting to the fact that we're all human that is what gives us power to create, um, to lessen the amount of shame and to increase connection. Because shame wants to hide. Shame wants to dwell in isolation. Shame wants to uh, communicate the idea that I am different and I am alone. And that difference that I have is one of you're better than me, or I'm better than you, or I'm flawed in some way, and there's something wrong with me and that I should be different so that I can be more like you. And so the way in which difference is communicated is what facilitates a lot of the shame that we experience. So when we start to uh, communicate sameness, then that alleviates and lessens the amount of shame because it's, it's kind of like that experience where um, like you might go to the store and your kids are crazy, but then there's another parent that says, or another mom that says, hey, my kids are crazy too, and just empathizes and relates to you in that moment, creates this moment of sameness, and then all of a sudden you feel relief. Why is that? Well, it's because now you don't think you're so alone, you don't think that you're so isolated in being different. You're part of a community, you're part of a connection, you're part of a group, part of a whole, versus separate, alone, and disconnected. So there's another example Another scripture and people that communicated and shared this sameness and it comes from Mosiah chapter 18 verses 21 and 22 and this experience was uh, founded by Alma Alma was this wicked priest in this city and there was this prophet named Abinadi that had come he would preached about Jesus Christ about repentance and faith and baptism and among all the wicked priests Alma was just like oh my goodness This guy is teaching the truth, I need to repent, I need to change, and he flees and runs away and hides uh, from the guards and starts preaching, starts preaching about what Abinadi was preaching about, faith and repentance, baptism. And he amassed a following of people in privacy, kind of uh, over 200 people, and and he taught them some things, and in these verses, what I'm going to read to you is what he taught them. He says, and he commanded them, so he commanded the people, that there should be no contention one with another, but that they should look forward with one eye, having one faith and one baptism, having their hearts knit together in unity and in love one towards another. And thus he commanded them to preach. He commanded um, any, like, I think he had set apart some priests or he commanded them to preach in this way, and thus they became the children of God. So what's really fascinating and what I love about this is that through their having oneness, through their connecting with love one towards another, they became the children of God. They took on that sameness, that new label, that new identity. Now, whether or not um, I like to think of, okay, if I'm going to be a child of God, being a child of God means that I am one. I am united with other people, that I practice the uh, the idea of loving one towards another and connecting to that sameness. And the more in which we do this, the more in which we connect to that sameness, the less we beat ourselves up because it is in the differences, it's in the comparisons that we that we find that we judge ourselves. And there's some activities that I'm gonna have you go through. There's a worksheet that I want you to go through to practice this because it's one thing to be able to listen to me, to be able to learn this stuff, be like, okay, yeah, I get it. Makes sense, psychology supports it. There's studies that show it, um, but at the end of the day, how do we really implement this? And it's gonna come through you practicing. So I've got a worksheet that's gonna take you through some activities that are gonna be really helpful for you and as you go through this, really the whole point and purpose of it is to notice where you're showing differences, where you compare, and then to repair that by connecting to humanity, connecting to sameness, connecting to the truth that we are all human, we have this human experience. So I want you to test that out, I want you to try that out. Uh, There should be a link or whatever PDF below. And uh, I'll continue to talk to you more about the whole comparison stuff because there's different elements of this that we will dive into further and it's going to be really cool. So that's all that I have for you. Have an amazing rest of your day and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hey, do you want to create your best life? Do you want to live into it? If that's you, I want you to come and check out InherentIdentity.com. This is the place where you get to learn the easy and effortless way to living into your dreams. So once again, come check out InherentIdentity.com. We'll see you there.